It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The Phillies had an opportunity to head to the desert with a two-game lead over the Diamondbacks. Also, what do the Colts do now that they'll be without AR-15? And Aaron Rodgers could return to the Jets under one condition. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. The Philadelphia Phillies took game two to the Arizona Diamondbacks. A 10-0 beatdown. It was a football score by the end, and they now have a 2-0 lead over the Arizona Diamondbacks in this NLCS. Connor Thomas from Locked On Phillies joins me now. And Connor, these are two teams that have had to scrap and claw and fight their way to this point. They were not the virtuoso teams of the regular season. So how did they put together this virtuoso performance in game two? Well, it starts with the leadoff hitter. Having Kyle Schwarber wake up two home runs in the game, that's unbelievable out of him. He can set the tone big time at the top of this lineup, and he hasn't done it this postseason. So getting that is huge. And this offense is just one that when they're at home and they're feeling it and they know they have the crowd behind them, they can be a season ender. Now, we're a long way from that. This series is not over. But what they've done through these first two games at Citizens Bank Park is it's unbelievable. Frankly, it's a tight series if you don't show up because the pitching is really good for Arizona and and they made it not feel like a tight series tonight. Part of that also was you got terrific pitching out of this this group from Philadelphia. Aranola goes six, gives up one or three hits, excuse me, no earned runs, seven strikeouts over the course of the game, just four hits for the Diamondbacks. And this was a team that, had to ride their offense for long stretches of the postseason. What did you see from the arms today in Philadelphia? I mean, outstanding. You can't ask for much more. A 10 nothing shutout. You have to believe not only did the offense do their job, but the pitching staff did their job too. And Aaron Nola, he had such a tumultuous season. Up and down, questions about how he's going to get paid this offseason, whether or not he'll be back. Well, here's the thing. If you have a rough regular season and a contract year, if you have a great postseason, who cares? Teams are going to pay you to be the guy that you trust in October. And right now, Aaron Nola is proving his medal in the biggest moments. It was a great performance by him. The bullpen, not a very high leverage spot, but at the same time, they got the job done like they've been doing all postseason. These arms have been a huge asset for the Philadelphia Phillies, and you saw it again tonight. 
So the, the series will shift to the desert, which means Arizona is going to be desperate to stay in this series. How does Philly stay on the attack? Well, I, I hate to say this because I don't want to be Orlando Arcia. I don't want to be Merrill Kelly with the comments about, I don't think the crowd will be as loud as the Venezuela game in the World <laughs> Baseball Classic. I don't want to do that. There are no headlines coming out of this. But Arizona is not the same environment as Sizz's Bag Park. And that fan base, I mean, I'm sure they love their Diamondbacks, but it's not the same type of environment that the Diamondbacks just came into. So the way you do it, you go out there and you play the way you played in Atlanta. And you play like the better team because, frankly, you are. Go out there, and the goal should be to not play another game in the NLCS at Citizens Bank Park. So I hope they deliver, but this team has been good at home. They've been good on the road. They're good everywhere. They're just a complete baseball team, and you just have to go out there and try and do the same thing you just did at home in a couple games. Stay up to date all year on the Philadelphia Phillies by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Phillies on your favorite podcast app, and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Colts will be without Anthony Richardson for the rest of the season, so what now? Before we get to that, the Eagles added a former Pro Bowl wide receiver. If you want to look good and feel good, you need Bird Dogs. I've never had anything more comfortable to wear. Bird Dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dogs just fit better. They fit better than your typical nice-looking pair of shorts or pants. They do what Lululemon wants to do, but with a better fit. Bird Dogs accomplishes this by inventing cloud-knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches, so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice the movement. Bird Dogs are also functional. You can wear them on any occasion. I wear them golfing. I wear them lounging. I wear them traveling. I wear them doing just about anything. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on or enter promo code locked on at checkout for a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on for that free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Seven-time Pro Bowl receiver Julio Jones signed a one-year deal with the Philadelphia Eagles on Tuesday. The 34-year-old will be reunited with former Tennessee Titan teammate A.J. Brown, who pushed for Tennessee to trade for him in 2021. The Eagles recently placed wide receiver Quez Watkins on injured reserve with a hamstring injury and worked out receivers Marquez Calloway and Desmond Patton on Monday. In the end, they turned to Jones, who will be in his fourth team in four years. Jones's 13,629 receiving yards are the most of any active player in the NFL, though, of course, until right this minute, he was no longer active. San Francisco 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey avoided a long-term injury and has a chance to play Monday night against the Minnesota Vikings, according to reports. McCaffrey, who suffered an oblique and rib injury in Sunday's loss to the Cleveland Browns, underwent an MRI on Monday. San Francisco left tackle Trent Williams and wide receiver Devo Samuel also have a chance to play in Monday's game. 
Debo left the game with a shoulder injury, and Trent Williams is dealing with an ankle injury. Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence said that his left knee has improved rapidly over the past two days, and he's optimistic he'll be able to play in Thursday night's game at New Orleans. I'm going to do everything I can to be out there, Lawrence said Tuesday. Lawrence wore a brace on his left leg during Tuesday's practice, and he was listed as a limited participant. He did some work in individual drills during the open portion of the workouts. Backup quarterback C.J. Beathard said he took the majority of the first team reps. Kevin Porter Jr.'s ex-girlfriend said the former Houston Rockets guard, quote, didn't hit me during an alleged fight at a New York City hotel last month that led to his arrest. Porter was arrested after the alleged attack and initially charged with multiple felonies, including assault and strangulation. However, Manhattan prosecutors dropped one of the assault charges Monday after acknowledging Porter did not fracture his ex-girlfriend's neck. Porter still faces charges of second-degree strangulation and third-degree assault, to which he has pleaded not guilty. Here is another story you need to know. The Indianapolis Colts may have thought they found their next franchise quarterback. Anthony Richardson had flashed with some tantalizing talent, running, passing, leadership, all of the things that he brings. And of course, his fit with new head coach uh, Shane Steichen in Indy. And now all of that has come to an end for his rookie season he will miss the rest of this 2023 year. Jake Arthur from Locked On Colts joins me now. And Jake, uh, this is the ultimate uh, just letdown, I think, for, for Colts fans. And so what is what is your initial reaction when you found out, okay, this is over for this season? Yeah, I mean, it's all but official. Like, I think we're all just waiting for them to announce it. They, they've been going over a lot of different opinions from doctors all across the country. Uh, but it certainly seems like it, they're probably going to shut him down for the year. Yeah, we should um, the, say the expectation is based on reports that he will miss yeah. the rest of the season. Yeah, coming from Jim Irsay himself. So pretty yeah. reliable source. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty jaded. So for me, it was, of course, like that's how this goes because this team is not normal. They're the meme of that lady yelling at her kid in the backseat to just be normal and they're screaming. That's what the Colts are to us. <laughs> I mean, it's just another quarterback situation. Um we can't have nice things around here, you know? Uh, I mean, the good news is we got a very small sample size from Anthony, but there's so much to like and to hook your claws into him still being the guy. Like, no no one necessarily needs to say, you know, tank for Caleb Williams, tank for Drake May around here uh, because the dude has all the physical tools in the world, but he's also not going to be outworked either. Uh, you know, his work ethic is second to none. He's always bugging his coaches to see how he can get better and things like that. So it's very unfortunate that this has already been brought to an end for this rookie season. But it just kind of is what it is for now. You you got to hope that this is a very young roster. So hopefully these guys get up to speed and develop so that when he does come back next year, he's coming back to an even better group of players. This is a very young roster, but their quarterback, Gardner Minshew, is not mm -hmm. as young a player. He has had some success on multiple teams now coming in, though not a ton of success this past weekend. Mm -hmm. But that raises questions about what the what the plan should be moving forward here with this team. If you could get uh, Joe Alt, a Marvin Harrison Jr., 
there are some premium players at the top of this draft who are not quarterbacks who could really help this Indianapolis team. So what is the plan if you're the Colts? What makes the most sense? Yeah, I mean, that, that's been kind of a debate. You know, what would be better? Like if they wind up with a poor record and get good get uh, good draft positioning, whatever. Uh, but that's not going to be what this team does. I think they'll still be competitive. They'll win the games they're probably supposed to. Um, but I think we've seen a pretty clear ceiling with Gardner Minshew. Uh, he's just going to have to, he's going to have to be more willing to go downfield. Otherwise, teams are going to load up that box and stop Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor. And they're going to say, Gardner Minshew, you have to beat us, which he's, that's just not his game. Like he's a great game manager, but when he puts on his gunslinger hat, like he did last week, you see how poorly it goes. Uh, so I think, again, I think this is going to be a competitive team. They're going to have their warts. They're, there's going to be a couple rough stretches. You know, they have the Browns and the Saints coming up, for example. Uh, those those could be pretty scary games. But overall, this is still a very generous schedule. Uh, it's not a division that anyone, any one team seems to really want to run away with it yet. Um, so I do still see them finishing around 500. There is a question, I think, about a setback here for Anthony Richardson, who just needed reps. Someone who, okay, now you're now you're pushing the timeline out another year. Shane Steichen, Shane Steichen this version of the offense with Gardner Minshew is just not going to be what they were going to be running with Anthony Richardson. You lose the whole quarterback run game. He doesn't have the big arm to push the ball down the field the same kind of way. And so what is your concern level on just stunting the development of this team in the image that they're trying to cultivate here? Yeah, I mean, it, it is drastically different. I mean, with Anthony, the, the playbook is pretty open in terms of what you can do to attack all ends of the field. And you, you saw the Rams game that kind of caught everyone's attention with the throws yeah. he's able to make with guys draped Especially all over in the fourth him. quarter. Yeah. Yeah. But just the like residual effects of his presence is a pretty big issue as well, because you see the effect it has on his running backs when he's out there. Teams cannot zero in on that. Like the, the RPO game is a huge part of it when Anthony's out there and no one is threatened by Gardner Minshew. So defenses aren't really having to hide their intentions like they're just stacking up they're showing what they're going to do and it's working so far now he's had some solid performances like when he's come off the bench and not been the starter um but in general i, I mean luckily for shane steichen he his intentions are to kind of be a chameleon he's not gonna like for it's not gonna be the same scheme all the time they want to be very multiple and what they're going to do is mostly based on the opponent and how they attack. Uh, but still, I mean, it's going to it's gonna be a, a pretty big change for his teammates next year when it's him hopefully full-time for 17 games versus a, probably a much more conservative offense this year. Stay up to date on the Indianapolis Colts by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Colts on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, we could see Aaron Rodgers return to the Jets, maybe, under one condition. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The New York Jets saw their season go up in smoke in the first game of the year. Or did they? Despite Aaron Rodgers tearing his Achilles, the Jets have maintained a competitive season. Locked on NFL host James Rapine and Chris Carter see a scenario in which Rodgers returns to the gridiron. They are at least leaving the door open for Rodgers. And Robert Sala said that on Good Morning Football on Tuesday, the, the Jets head coach. Uh, and he's smiling, saying he, wouldn't doubt, he, would, he doesn't want to doubt Rodgers, despite all the medical professionals. And, and it's weird, but I think we have to have the conversation. Are you buying? Are you selling the idea that Aaron Rodgers could return and play for the Jets this season despite dealing with a torn Achilles and recovering from it currently. I think part of it is very relevant to how the Jets continue to perform. If the Jets are three and three right now, and they're three and three after a huge upset over the Philadelphia Eagles, and this defense is showing the potential to, you know, to, to keep this, this team in games, even with Zach Wilson starting, I think that the, the door is open and this is, I'll buy it. If this team is fighting for a playoff spot late in the season and we're talking mid to late December and all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers is feeling good about this. Uh, you know, Robert Sala calling Aaron Rodgers a freakazoid for just simply walking around the facility. Um, we, you know, five, you know, five weeks removed of this surgery. And th- this is also a testament to modern medicine, which uh, Aaron Rodgers should be paying attention to in, in all of his conversations that he's able to get, treatment that helps him repair his Achilles and get back to, and, and get back to, uh, you, know, you know, an athletic shape uh, to perform Achilles injury used to be you're done for 12 months, but we've seen players come back from them quicker. Not maybe not this quick, um, but it would be insane to think, think of this. If they're competing late in the season and he is given the go sign from his doctors uh, or from the team doctors, I could totally see this happening, but if the Jets season falls off the bandwagon, they're going to say, Aaron, sit your butt down over there. We'll see if we can do this again next year. Yeah, I think, one, I agree with you. They have to be in it. And I think that first things first. The other part of this, and I didn't bury the lead, but it's part of the lead. Aaron Rodgers was throwing on the field before that win against the Eagles. Yep. And was out there now. It wasn't like planting, driving, all of those things. But he did this last month. And he he was open to the idea or at least hinted at the idea of returning this season after that initial surgery, just a few days removed from it when he went on Pat McAfee's show. And so I, I just I think it's really, really interesting. But I'm selling this idea. I, I get it. We've seen it like Cam Akers, he returned after five months and he's a running back. So you mm-hmm. would think a quarterback could probably return a little sooner. But he's also younger. I just think that that's yeah that's a very good point younger and like three what are we talking three months because three months is december four months is january and and so does he return for the playoff game well if they get to the playoffs do you bring cold aaron Rodgers coming off of an achilles that won't be 100 percent if he comes back like there's just there's a lot We, we can't do this this is not happening 
Even Aaron Rodgers tried to put the brakes on this in an interview on Tuesday, his standard Aaron Rodgers Tuesday with Pat McAfee. Even on that show, he was like, hey, look, this got blown out of proportion in what has become par for the course for him with the gaslighting. Oh, I could be back sooner than anyone thinks or leak reports. Oh, he could come back this year and then come out later and say, hey, I didn't say that. It is just classic Aaron Rodgers all over. He's not coming back. He's not coming back this year. He might not come back next year. Yes, he was out there throwing in pregame. He wasn't moving. He wasn't playing. He wasn't planting. He wasn't throwing on the run. He wasn't taking the torque of a 60-yard throw. No. This is not happening. I don't know why anyone is entertaining it. And more to the point, the Jets aren't making the playoffs, so this is all moot. And finally, Coach Prime knows how many steps there are to success. He knows so much, he's writing a book about it. The Gallery Books imprint 13A announced Tuesday that Deion Sanders' Elevate and Dominate, 21 Ways to Win on and Off the Field, will be published in March of 2024. 21 Ways, the guy that wore 21, it just seems kind of convenient to me. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports today, can the Astros avoid falling behind three games to none against the Rangers? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.